welcome to Bear Creek's Tuesdays Together. We record Tuesdays Together live every Tuesday night on our online campus at 6 p.m. Or you can tune in here shortly after um, that episode airs on our online campus right here on our podcast channel. Thanks for listening. Here's Tuesdays Together. We're unpacking tonight Pastor Tony's message on a faith's perspective. So if you were live in person with us two weeks ago at our on-site campus, you actually got to see this message in person, or if you watch us online this past Sunday, then you'll get to see, you got to see this message this past Sunday. And uh, so the reason I'm a poll out there, if you're, if you're seeing that poll out there and you're like, why is there a poll on the screen? That's weird. Um, that was the way Pastor Tony opened this message Sunday morning. So I wanted to see from you guys, hey, what do you consider your person? You, you, you're, what do you consider yourself? You consider yourself a handy person. So, yeah. I consider myself a handy person. Um, I, I consider myself handy for the most part. I'm not going to go out and like probably mess up or do anything <laughs> to the cars. Um, I think Miss, I think she would probably um, check all three boxes at some point or another. She would yes. probably call me first and say, hey, come fix this because I married you for a reason. Yeah. And I deal with you enough, so that's that's yeah. why you're, I married you. And then uh, if I'm not available, Look, her daddy's a phone call away too, so yeah. she has no problem calling dad. Look, I told my parents hey. when I was like six years old that the only reason why you get married is so that you can have someone reach the top shelf. Good to know. Good, good so, to know. And her perspective, okay. I don't think, has changed. Because I usually get a phone call for that. Yes. <laughs> I have learned to use a ladder. But. Yes. This is why we also lower the shelves in our closet so we can, she can reach all of them. I'm short. So. Something short. That's why I also have my stool a little bit lower in here so we can match our heights off a little bit. Yeah. So. No, she puts I'm, on high heels and I'm it's awesome. Really. I don't have to bend over to kiss her anymore because she puts on high heels. I'm and not she's really just... this tall. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So, anyway. yeah. So we want to yeah, know. Yeah, we let you into our lives just a little um, bit. <laughs> so we want to know if you are a handy person. Um. Pastor Tony says he's not handy, but... He also told I mean, a story, though, and talked about how handy he actually was. That was pretty... If you haven't watched the service, you really... Or listened to the service, either one, um, you should go back and listen to it. He talked about how he, like, used YouTube to fix something yes. on Trevor's car. I mean... Something that I thought... I wouldn't like, do that. Repair. <laughs> like, I never would have thought I even doing it on my mm-hmm. own, because remounting, I mean, it was the engine block, engine engine spacers, I never would have thought of even touching the engine on the car. Yeah. Like, I've done some small things, and I've done, you know, oil changes and stuff like that. Um, usually, that's what I call my father-in-law, because he's the engine expert and the car expert. Um, I normally would not do that on my own, so. Yeah, but, so shout anyway. out to Pastor Tony. Yes, shout out to Pastor Tony. YouTube is fantastic. I was talking to Guy Garrett last night and told him, you know, in my job, there are tons of things that I use YouTube for. And it's absolutely fantastic. And kudos to all the folks out there that create and publish content out there to YouTube so I can learn how to do awesome things. Yeah. Sure. So. All right. So, so moving into it. Yes, moving into it. The actual message <laughs> that we're going to be talking about. perspective. Faith's perspective. So this is one of the messages that Pastor Tony even introduced this way. He said that this is one of those messages that people, you know, don't always get comfortable with because no one likes going through a hard time. Mm-mm. Just saying. Nobody likes going through a hard time. People like, no. you know, the easy life. I'm not going to lie. I like mm-hmm. having the moments where I just, mm-hmm. you know, go do what I know to do. And nothing goes wrong. It's just smooth sailing day. And I can do what I came to work to do. And then I go home. 
Especially riding on the five o'clock. That's always a good day. Yeah. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> so flipped rolls, so it's okay. Yes. Jenny used to I wait used all, to all night long, late nights. Teacher yeah. life. Hashtag teacher life. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, this is, uh, this year has been, uh, I mean, 2020. This is, <laughs> okay, we'll get it in a minute. Okay. We'll Sorry, our moment. youngest child. Um, 2020 is obviously a fate tester year because everybody's like what next you know and mm. it's making everybody feel very uncomfortable so mm. this was this is our faith testing year yeah <laughs> so what we're going to talk about tonight is as pastor tony said that this is one of those gap years you probably you probably recall it after talking about his the term gap and going from you know where you are to where you want to be personally i would have no problem skipping the next two months just going straight into 2021 if it had the promise of not having the thing that happened in 2020. Because I'm not one of that. Yeah, we don't have that promise. So, because I don't like going shopping at Christmas time. At that, I don't mind doing the online shopping when I don't have to worry about how much money's in the bank and you can go shopping. But yeah. to me, a lot of times Christmas is like, hmm, great, we're gonna go spend more money on Christmas. I, why, that's not an enjoyable experience for me. Or new decorations, because you know those old decorations just apparently don't work anymore. <laughs> We have to have a new wreath every year. We may have 15 wreaths in the garage, but we need a new wreath. Moving on. <laughs> Trouble times. Okay. <laughs> Move forward. So, Chris, you, you mentioned this. I think you, you yeah. thought about this. The so, game face. Something for me, like, I think um, we're talking about 2020 being a rough year and how mm. it has thrown us off. At pretty much every turn that we've taken in 2020. Both at church and outside at, of the Yeah, just all around. <laughs> um, and I think that it's not just, I mean, it's the sad thing is, as Christians, mm -hmm. we should have taken this on and said, okay, I'm going to have the faith that God's going to see us through this. Mm -hmm. But as a whole, we haven't really seen that happen right. across the board, across the nation, even across the world. Um, what we are seeing is the opposite. Mm -hmm. Christians are like, oh, yeah, well, I guess this is the way it is. Um, oh, well. Like, mm -hmm. just going to move on with it. I don't know sure. what else is going to happen. Like, we're all just as guilty of saying, okay, what next, 2020, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but we've got to put our game face on yeah. <laughs> because we are Christians and we are um, supposed to act differently. We're supposed to have that faith. We're expected to. Yeah. Um, and we're supposed to say, okay, you know what? This may be hard and this may take a while, but mm -hmm. when does something that you have to grow your faith in like instantaneously happen? It doesn't. It doesn't. Usually it takes a while. Usually it's days, weeks, months, mm -hmm. years. Um, when we look into the Bible and like, even um, Pastor Tony had referenced Hannah and was really cool because um, Hannah came up in First Samuel in a Bible study that the youth girls are doing right mm -hmm. now. And um, you really look at Hannah, and it took her a lot of prayer. It took her a lot of time um, to really get to the point where she had that strong faith. faith. <laughs> but to have that she wanted a child like her life story and, yeah and how often though one of the things that it talked about that i wanted to 
point out was that um, when, she, when she was praying, Eli, the priest, thought that she was drunk. Drunk. Because of the way that she was praying. That's praying um, hard. You're saying that's, yeah. <laughs> that's praying really hard to, so you, to have that kind of Yeah, because she was praying silently, and though her lips were moving, her voice couldn't be heard. So it looked and appeared like there was something going on, like she was drunk, like something's not, something's not right. But whenever he said that, she was like, no, um, she, I'm a woman mm. with a broken heart. Uh, I haven't had any wine or beer. I haven't drank anything. Um, mm. And then she just said, I've been pouring out my heart yeah. to before the Lord. Um, and then she said, I've been praying from the depth of my anguish and resentment. And I mean, you think about how many times we say, this is really hard. I'm struggling with this. And we go pray. We say we're going to pray about it. Do we really pray about it, though? Do we really, like, are we, like, praying like Hannah? Are we intentionally daily praying about yeah, it? Yeah, are we, are we really giving prayer? it to God and pouring mm-hmm. our heart out before him? Or are we just going, okay, God, I really need you to take care of the situation, and I need you to do it, like, now. Yeah. And then we get up, and we move on, and we're yeah. like, oh, God didn't do anything. Or praying to that, <laughs> praying to that point, like she said, you know, yeah. that she, people thought that she was drunk. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that praying that hard... Or even praying like Jesus did. The Bible, when he prayed and was stressed in his praying, the point of bleeding, I mean, of sweating blood. Yeah. Like, that's praying hard. I can honestly I, say I I've honestly never been. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never bled while, no. while praying. And, and I, I don't I've think never, anybody's ever thought I was drunk. No. So, I don't know. I was praying in tongue a couple times. We had some guests that might have thought that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Outside of that, I don't think we've ever had yeah. anybody think we were drunk. No. But, so, I mean, like, that, yeah. to me, that Hannah's story, to me, is just very, um, it's empowering, because if she prayed that way so long ago, you know, why can't mm. we do that today? Why can't we continually go before God? If it's something that we're struggling with, then we should be going before Him. Like mm. Pastor Tony said, it shouldn't, in the message this past um, Sunday, it shouldn't be a last resort last it should mm-hmm. be the first right. the first thing that we do is go to god and keep that game face like keep the faith for everybody around us yeah. and then the thought pastor mentioned was that when you're going through something you've got to understand that god allows you to go through situations possibly to teach you something but also to grow your faith and the bible says that it to you're given you're given a grain of faith when you're born, mm-hmm. a small portion, as to each to each a small portion of faith. But then, what grows your faith? What do you have to go through in situations to actually make your faith mm-hmm. grow? It's, you have to go through something. Yeah. I mean, you don't just say, "Oh, my faith's gonna be bigger today." But you you and actually have to fine. go through something. Yeah, everything's not always fine. Because yeah. if it is, I mean, how often are we guilty of only going to God when something's going wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the times yeah. it's easiest to go to God. Kind of goes back to when we were talking about a couple weeks ago with if we actually knew the date that Jesus was coming back. Mm-hmm. Would we really um, live for him or would we wait until right before that Last moment minute. of him coming back and then go, oh, okay, now I will. Now it's time. So it's the kind of the same thing to me. It's like mm-hmm. we we have to live that way. Yeah. No, agreed. And then 
I like the Pastor Trent's perspective on this one. He said, your faith is the evidence that replaces what you haven't seen. I just I really like that perspective of how of that I've heard of you know the faith is a substance of things mm-hmm. hoped for and the evidence of things unseen and scripture says directly. Mm-hmm. But the fact that when he said that your faith replaces your experience. When you experience things, you trust in them. Mm-hmm. Like my truck. I, I drive a Tundra. It's a Toyota. I have lots of faith in Toyotas. Because, we trust Toyotas. Yes, we trust Toyotas because years of experience and years of family experience has said that Toyotas are great. My personal faith in my truck has grown because I have gone through a lot of situations. I saw it go through the hurricane and it came out just fine. It's still driving, never even had to get worked on. We pressure washed all the fuzz and nastiness. Yeah, my father in law said it came off the ground several times and you know it just still kept on trucking along and I had to worry about that. Pun intended, trucking along. <laughs> anyway, but it kept on working. And so you go, hey, well, because of that, I have a lot of faith in my truck. I saw a lot of people, you know, whose vehicles did not make it through, you know, jumping off the ground and coming back down several times and mm-hmm. that. I mean, that, that's insane. Yeah. But to say that, I went through a situation and saw my truck come out of it, and therefore I have a lot of faith I know with my truck. So with Jesus, we've not, we didn't actually see heaven yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you seen heaven yet? No. Okay, I haven't seen no. heaven yet, so... <laughs> So, and we also, as Pastor Wayne said, I'm not old enough to see Jesus die on the cross. So, no, Jenny's she's maybe a little bit older than me, but she has not seen Jesus die on the cross. So, no, she's not that old. So, why not? We're told we look young, and that, but I mean, I'm not that young looking, so that'd be pretty (laughs) impressive, you know. So, I might have a few more gray hairs than I have now if I saw Jesus die on the cross. But because we didn't see that, we still live and try to live a sinless life. And because I'm living a sinless life, that means I've got faith that there's something after my life. Yeah. There's something after what I'm doing now. Because if I didn't have faith that something was going on after now, why would I try to avoid sin? Why would I just live life for the way I can enjoy it the most? Or what the way the world would say I can enjoy it the most? But because we choose and rec- realize and recognize that there's something after this earth, and mm-hmm. after this life on this earth, we choose to live yeah. for God. Because we know there's something yeah. more. And that's faith. Mm-hmm. If you if you're living because in, a, in the correct way, you're living by faith mm-hmm. because of faith. Which goes with um, like the Bible says that we should have faith like a child. Um, mm-hmm. How many of you have children or have worked with children? You know that they they have outstanding faith. Mm-hmm. You know they immediately um, will believe what mm-hmm. you know. It's not hard. I love working in kids church because it's not hard to. <laughs> convince them um it may be a little bit harder in the generations that we have now than it used Mm -hmm. to be um but it's still not hard you give them the facts you read them the bible and they're like okay all of these people like got Mm -hmm. through these things you know one of our very things that we say all the time in kids church is god never leaves you he never breaks his promises Mm -hmm. and we talk about that all the time and all the the big god story that we talk about always goes back to that that he never breaks his promises he's always um fulfilling the promises and they immediately latch on to that because why not you know Mm -hmm. it there's proof in the bible Mm -hmm. um you know we we believe everything that's on the internet (laughs) um why do we not believe everything that the bible says the difference and, is the internet has let us wrong before. I've seen videos people put yes. on YouTube that they did exactly. this and go, oh yeah, do this and it works. And it doesn't and work it doesn't because work. they're approaching people and wanting to see you actually yeah. go do something stupid. Yeah. But 
So the believe Bible. a little less about what's on the internet and believe a little yeah. bit more about like, what's in the Bible. Well, and how much more yeah. important is that as parents at home yeah. to and teach that in our kids, instill that in our kids? You know, yeah. they had faith in God's word and they saw it come to come to fruition, and because mm-hmm. of that, they were able to live the life of God. How much more should we enforce that at home? Is it, listen, they believed it, we yeah. believe it, and that settles it. I mean, honestly, God exists. That settles it. Period. We have to try, put the Bible out there. Put God's word out there as it's there, it's real, it's alive, it's real just as then as it is now. And it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It still exists. God still exists, period. And we have our faith in it, and that changes the way we live. But whether we have faith in it or not, it's still real. Yeah. And I I still try to tell people that all the time. Tell students, hey, share it with your friends. Listen, (laughs) you may choose not to believe it. Doesn't mean that there's not still a heaven and a hell, and you're going to have to make that decision one day. Yeah. And you're still going to face it one day whether you make the decision or not. And I would rather be on the side of yes. that it is true. Welcome to heaven. And than so, to find out one day that it is yeah. like, oh, That's wow, right. I should have believed yeah. that it was. I should have lived, <laughs> I right. really I lived could, in God's word. <laughs> yeah, I would rather be on this side of that. Yeah. yeah. So situations you go through make you uncomfortable. And those are God's opportunities. Or situations that you do go through that make you uncomfortable are God's opportunities for growing your faith in him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gone through so much as a family. I, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I see, I look back on our marriage in the few, the younger years of our marriage and see the little faith challenges we had to go through of, you know, we're going to, are we going to drive to church today and not go out to eat afterwards and, and then, you know, use the gas we have to drive 20 minutes to church or are we going to skip out? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, use, yeah. what are we going to use the cash for? Are we going to use cash for groceries? Or are we going to use cash to put gas in the truck and go dig and hope yeah. that we've got something there? And, you know, we decided, you know, we're going to honor God and we're going to honor our faith in God and show up for church. Even if it doesn't mean using the last couple of gallons of gas in the, in the car and then going, hey, we're just trusting that God's going to come through. And then all of a sudden there's a bag of groceries on our front porch or our parents invite us over for dinner and, or, or bring dinner to us because there's not enough gas to drive over to their house because yeah. we need to use it for gas to get to work. And God provided well, they took us to go fill up our tank with gas because we have wonderful parents that have pulled us through a few times. Yes, that God just showed up. Well, we didn't even mention it to them. Just God yeah. knew and God laid upon their heart that, hey, maybe we're going through a rough week that week. Mm-hmm. And we needed it. And then later on in life, only to say, you know what? We can make it through this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about whether we pay our tithe check because knowing that, hey, God's got it under control. Mm-hmm. We paid it. Yeah. I've been hesitant before about writing the check and putting it in, only to see Jenny in there writing it. I'm like, are you sure? And she goes, have we made faith, had faith before? Like, we've seen this happen before. We know we're going to make it. We know we're going to make the bills meet because this is not ours. We're giving God what is his, not ours. So these bills are going to be made. We're, gonna, we're yeah. going to make it through this because God's honoring us <clears throat> through our faith. Mm-hmm. He's honoring our faith. And I think that... So. Um, I think too often we like to stay in those comfortable situations, but we don't grow mm-hmm. in in those comfortable situations. I know I personally have had many situations where I got too comfortable and God had to move me out mm-hmm. of the situation because I was too comfortable in it. Um, and then he forced me out of it, which... Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stubborn and get it comfortable very quickly. So it's something that God usually has to push me through. Um, But situations that are uncomfortable 
I look back at now and I'm like, wow, like that was extremely uncomfortable. I was stream, extremely out of my comfort zone in that situation, but I grew so much through it. Mm -hmm. um, I think about like one of the biggest ones that always comes up to me is when my dad um, literally like one night just <laughs> dropped dead. Mm -hmm. Literally, like his cardiologist tells him every time he goes for his checkup, remember yeah. your heart completely stopped. Yeah. You were dead for like two minutes. And I, I never will forget that night because I immediately was just like, time to pray. Time to pray. <laughs> this is this is gonna be okay, you know. Even though the EMTs were like, don't Panicking. think that like you know. It was just like everybody was just like, I don't think that you need to get so uh, hopeful, you know. Mm -hmm. They were giving all of the worst case scenarios, which I know they have to do because they mm -hmm. don't know what's gonna happen, but. Sure. I just remember that, that that night was like my faith like kicked into high gear and I was just like, All right God, I know that you're not done with him yet mm -hmm. and so he's gonna pull through this. And it wasn't that night. <laughs> it wasn't right. a couple days later. It was almost like almost a week later before we actually saw, you know, where he came out of mm -hmm. the state that he was in, um, on his own, mm -hmm. which was a miracle in itself. And just seeing that situation, I was highly uncomfortable in that situation because right. I don't like hospitals. My mom, bless her heart, was completely out of it. She had already not had very much sleep, and I was kind of having to take on what was going on. And I'm like, this is way out of my comfort zone. I don't do blood. I don't do needles. I don't do, like, any of this stuff. But mm -hmm. I grew in it. But God. And I, but God, he got me through it. And now my dad's great i mean he's testimony. he's a test a walking testimony um to god's miracles because he shouldn't have mm -hmm. survived it and if he did survive it he should have came out with brain with uh, brain damage and he mm -hmm. didn't none of that so he shared his testimony all the time he's got yeah. he said he's got his little pacemaker on his because his, his little buddy yeah because he you know made it so god made him through that and then he brought him through that and then he gets over and able to make it to the hospital and has a Officer that was you know thirty seconds to three no three minutes away down the road mm -hmm. that pulled up and hit him with an AED you know that doesn't line up that normally does not happen yeah. to someone that close so to hear him share his testimony now and go even more boldly mm -hmm. than he ever has before is just yeah. absolutely awesome yeah Good to hear that so, so keep the faith I mean even the most uncomfortable situations um, mm -hmm. God will push you through it He will get you to the other side you just have to believe and not immediately. Mm -hmm. Don't do what the world wants us to do. The world wants us to yeah. immediately go, oh, that's it. There, it's done. It's over. Like, that's not that's not what we are here to do. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that, we're, and keep in mind, the Word is faith's foundation. God's Word is faith's foundation. We're building that to start with. That's why it's so important for us to tell the children, um, and our, even the youth now, in my, in my position, the stories of God's Word. To tell them how... Mm -hmm. People in the Bible went through things, mm -hmm. or Bible he talking about Bible heroes that went through things and came out of it, mm -hmm. because that's going to build a foundation for faith that they are going to grow upon. They're going to take yeah. that little seed and grow it a little bit until they get through the situations where mm -hmm. they're going to go through. And I'm not saying you should share every situation that you go through as parents with your children, but sharing the faith testimonies after you've already gone through it is fantastic. Mm -hmm. To tell your tell your kids, hey, you remember those times when we were eating ramen for dinner? And you're like, man, I love that. It was so good. Or we love that chicken noodle soup we had. 
And they go, they go, yep, we fed the entire family off a dollar fifty in Campbell's soup. And and the kid, I mean, I, I look back at that now, and you know, as a kid, I look back at my times as a kid. And I go, didn't know we were poor. Yeah, didn't know it was time <laughs> to poor. Didn't know the things we were going through. It was like, didn't know, we didn't have a choice but eating peanut butter and jelly because that's what we had. Or we didn't know that someone had dropped off that can of chicken noodle soup we were <laughs> eating. <laughs> Or I've been sitting in the back of the pantry. My wife, my my mom didn't even know it was there, and all of a sudden, when she went to go look for it, it was there. And we had those times. It was like, what are we gonna do for dinner tonight? Oh, wow! Look, I just found, you know, barbecue beans and a thing of bar- of manwich. They're ready to go, and we had some hamburger meat. We were thaw out. I mean, it's like, okay, God, that hamburger meat, whether we knew it was there or not, was mm-hmm. in the freezer underneath the ice pack, and we didn't know it was there. Yeah. Just God brought us through. And then remember, sacrifice is faith's test. Those times that you go through things. Mm-hmm. It requires sacrifice, but in the end, you're going to look back on it later with that testimony. Sacrifice is faith's test, but you're going to get to go back and see that test as a testimony for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always bring the money in the situation <laughs> afterwards, but yeah. you're going to go through those tests and yeah. you're going to hear that. So. I like what Kayla, um, what you're just talking about. Kayla said, uh, these stories are a reminder of how everything that happens to us is part of our testimony. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Like everything that. Yeah. We go through every step, you know, and all these struggles that Mm -hmm. goes to part of our testimony. If we didn't go through these struggles, we wouldn't have a testimony. I mean, if we went through an easy breezy life, (laughs) what would we have to to share with people about how God got us to that next point? That's really good. I like that idea, too. People have made a family book of Mm -hmm. their testimony they can look back on when they're having a hard time. That's good. We actually started um, at the beginning of this year, uh, 2020, which unbeknownst to us, we didn't know this was going to be a crazy year. Um, but at the beginning, we we have a family um, devotion every night. Mm-hmm. Not not every night. We're not perfect. Right. There are many nights that we miss we <laughs> because school schedule, all this other stuff, church things um, that we come in late from home from. Um, But we try our best. We strive to do every night. And some months are better than others. But um, we just have a journal. It's just a plain journal. Mm -hmm. And we started January 1st, 2020. And every night, every person in our family, our immediate family, um, the five of us, we all have to say one thing that we're thankful for from that day. And Mm -hmm. it really starts making you think, like, here we are now in November. And we've got, we've grown into the point where it's like, okay, I can't say that I'm thankful for that because I've already said that like 10 times. So what can I really, like, it really starts making, and even the girls are like, um, let me think of something different. Come back to me, you know, because they want to really like think of what really happened throughout that day. What really Mm -hmm. was a blessing to them. Um, and it's just been really neat to see the growth throughout the year of, the things that even they have went through and even little Felicity that was starting out three at the beginning of the year. Now she's four, how much she's grown into, um, realizing what she's thankful for. I mean, Mm -hmm. originally we were like, what, what made you happy today? You know, to try to get her to understand. And now all we have to say is what are you thankful for today? And she comes up with stuff, you know, some Mm -hmm. things we're like, wow, that was really good. We should have thought of that too. Um, but that little line comes out sometimes you're like, wow, I feel like such a sinner now. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. 
I don't know, so that's just an idea that we had. I like that, like what Kayla was talking about, the family book. Um, I think ours, well, ours is turning into a book over time, too, because ours is just page after page, mm-hmm. putting the dates in there. But we're about a third of the way through that book, just yeah. writing through, and it's cool to go back and look yeah, at it. I really wish we had started it a long time ago, because mm-hmm. most of you know, we have a 16-year-old, you know, Charlotte's the oldest, and it's already like, oh my gosh, we only have like a few more years with her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I really feel like now it's a tradition that we have Built up. started. So yeah. we may just, when she moves out, have to call her every night. I think my parents are over t- 10,000 miles away from me at college. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. She can't wait to leave. Run away but, from you know. us. <laughs> yeah. So okay. when you go through tests, count it as a testimony. Yeah. Write it down in your faith journal yeah. for your family thankfulness. To Remember be James document. says, count it all joy. That's right. I count it all joy. And then go, when you go back afterwards, look at it. And when you have those rough nights, and you go, hey, I don't know if I can make it through this. Look back at those times. And you go, man, mm-hmm. wow, how thankful we are. And look back. I mean, I encourage you now, if you're going through a rough time, look back and just think back yeah. how much God has brought you through, where yeah. you're at. Because God's brought us through so much. Just that, take a few minutes and write it down. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it helps to write down and really look at it and see, wow, this really isn't that bad. And if you haven't done that, look back at your Facebook feed, and you may be able to see, hopefully, some thankfulness and positive mm-hmm. things that you've been through. If not, if there's a bunch of negative things on there, look at the fact that you actually made it through them. Yeah. Because I can tell you, we, you can look through our page and see several times where people have asked for prayer and said, hey, we need prayer help, prayer with this, and uh, will you pray for us? And people have gone there and either written out full prayers or just called us or messaged mm-hmm. us or just letting us know that they've prayed for us. Yeah. So, it's cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thank, thank you, Kayla, you. for joining us. I see her. She was yes. on the checked in. And uh, so Jenny's showing the poll results, the, the poll out there. I don't know if it's showing up or not. So but. hopefully it's showing up. Let's see. Let's, see. Let's go back up. Nope, not showing up. It may show up here in a minute. So yeah. but thank you guys for joining us tonight. We look forward to Yep, it, it, it popped up there. So thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully to have you guys in next week. I want to say, too, if, if you think that, like, hey, I can't join in at 6 o'clock, but yeah, maybe I'll join in later. Post in the comments. Just mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, is there any chance y'all could do this later? Or is there any chance y'all could do this on a Thursday night or a Monday night or not Monday night? Yeah, Monday no. night's prayer. Yeah. Or do a different night of the week versus doing it now. I mean, we have prayer Monday nights. The Pastor Tony does online. And we have Wednesday night church. Mm-hmm. You get to watch and stream. Um, but anyway, yeah, hey, so later, or earlier, or whatever, you know, yeah. let us know your thoughts. And see if we can get more people joining us. Because we love the interaction. Thank you, Kara, yeah. for interacting with us. Because we yeah. love to see that. Yep, and we also are uploading this, if you didn't know, we have a podcast channel. Awesome. Um, We have, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, which is a big thing. Um, You have to kind of wait to get on there when Mm. you're doing it for free and not paying. (laughs) Um, But, so we also have it on the the podcast, pretty much anywhere where you can get a podcast. And so we'll upload it within the hour. It'll usually be on there about 7 for the same Mm. night podcast if you want to listen to an audio version maybe on the go um but yeah we love to get any feedback uh let us yes. know what y'all think what you know we could do to make it better, make it better. and also go out and like and subscribe to the podcast so you can yes. catch us any more messages give us some reviews give us some reviews <laughs> give us some and put them out there and uh so that way we can grow the, the channel and the more time the more people that like it and uh subscribe to it the more it becomes available for others to see yeah. And we really look forward to that. If you want to share with your friends the things that go on on Sunday morning services or that, yeah. share the podcast because that's open for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not locked down. So if you're like, hey, I want people to catch the tonight's review of it, it is a audio podcast. Yeah. 
but they're still welcome to come listen in, but they won't be able to see it on the online mm-hmm. campus, but they can still hear, listen to it online yeah. on the podcast. And if they have any more questions, they can then go back and listen to Pastor Tony's sermon for mm-hmm. more details. And they can ask to join the online campus, answer a few questions, and we'll be happy to add them on the online yep. campus to watch us online. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't attend on Sunday mornings, they can still attend during the week and still be fed. Yes. So we welcome yeah. that. Yep. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Have a wonderful Have night. Have a wonderful night. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye.